Holy <laughs> <laughs> we might start the show like that. Matter of fact, I think I'm. I think we're going to start this show like that. I'll bleep it, but I think we're going to start this show like that. Did you expect to wake up to this this morning? No. We. I'm. Um, you and I talked. I mean, we literally spoke about this yet. By the way, welcome to Always Listening. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Joel. I'm Jay. And we are always listening. Uh, we were not paying attention overnight, though, Jay. You and I literally spoke yesterday about this. We talked about, uh, I thought that the deal would close quickly. I thought that the fact that it had gone as public as it went, it went as wide as it went, it, we would either hear almost immediately that it was already over and both the parties would talk about how this had fallen apart and none of it was... Th- you know, the valuations weren't, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Or alternatively, we would hear almost immediately that it was done. And maybe we wouldn't know the figure right away, but that this thing would have been further along than the rumor had hinted. But I, even I didn't think that we would hear it this morning. I thought it would be the kind of thing that they would dump on Friday. You know, that you drop stuff all the time on Friday. I, I thought they'd like sneak it out Friday and then let us sort of like all the sizzle happen over the weekend and then they could really begin promoting whatever they want this to be on on monday but boy the anchor side of things so here's here is the uh let's get to the actual news jay do you have the article pulled up there in front of you it just occurred to me that i lost my link uh hang on i'm pulling it back up now i had it and then i called you and then we we jumped right into it um uh, i also didn't realize we were jumping in two feet first um I have many articles sitting here in front of me uh, from. Well, uh, let's go. Let's do just the announce the press release. Let's 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 work through that first. Want to go through the press release? Okay, that's yeah, that's fair. I was I was in the process of skimming through uh, Daniel X uh, blog post, which also talks about the acquisition of the two companies, which I had yet to read. So okay, so here I've got it. All right, so uh, this morning, uh, Business Wire, Spotify technology. Uh, the world's most popular music streaming service today announced that it has entered into definitive agreements to acquire Gimlet Media Inc., the renowned independent producer of podcast content, and Anchor, the company leading the market for podcast creation, publishing, and monetization services. Terms of the transactions uh, were not disclosed. So both the companies in one goal, and obviously they're, that's that's a lot of hyperbole from both of them. Uh, Gimlet, I don't think, is necessarily the um, m- most renowned independent producer of podcast content and anchor. I think you and I would both agree they're not the leading market for podcast creation, publishing, and monetization services. They want to be. They've got a good angle to be. This deal gives them a better chance to be, I think, in the long run. Jay, this combined entity... Now, when you begin to think of the money and the technological prowess and the current subscriber base that Spotify has, when you add to that the ability to produce high-quality content that we know brands, big brands even, are already comfortable working with uh, that Gimlet brings to the table, and you, you add in the ease of creation that Anchor allows all the bad things that come with that sure too but man that's a hell of a compelling package uh, matthew passy said this morning in the in uh, the podcast movement facebook group this is a shot across apple's bow like nobody's done in a long time and it, they are at, they don't they don't mention apple at all in this press release but that's because Spotify doesn't feel like they need to anymore where it comes to music and audio. Spotify is saying, we are now the premier audio destination online. Uh, 
And it's interesting. I was talking to my two sons this morning on the way to school, 11 and nine years old. I was asking them, you know, what do you know about these companies? When I say Apple to them, none of them, they don't think about podcasts. They don't think about music. They talked about iPhones. They talked about apps. That's all they talked about. Mm. When I said Spotify, they immediately said, oh, that's where, that's where David, they're you know, their mom's boyfriend listens to music from mom listens to music and Spotify too. I don't really listen to a lot of music. They don't hear me talk about music at all. They just hear me talk about podcasts, but for them already, Apple doesn't mean anything music. Jay, this is huge. It's huge for Spotify. So we spoke in depth about our thoughts on the acquisition of Gimlet, which we knew essentially yesterday was was a done deal. So if you want to hear that, I would recommend going back and listening to our episode two. Uh, this, I guess, we're going to call episode two and a half. Um, to me, it's the Anchor acquisition that's a little bit more surprising than the Gimlet acquisition. Uh, I did not think Spotify would be – we talked about Spotify as a tech company. Did not know that Spotify would be looking for – uh, acqu- acquiring another tech company uh, to, you know, I suppose um, improve the tech that they have when it comes to podcasting. Uh, you mentioned being the premier destination for audio. That is absolutely what Spotify wants to do. They released, they had their earnings release uh, yesterday at the same time that these acquisitions were going down. It's mentioned in their uh, public released statement uh, to their investors exactly that. Uh, Spotify is a publicly traded company, so you can look into all of their financials, and it is a little bit eye-opening to see exactly what's going on in terms of a business sense. Remember, when I was talking about Gimlet yesterday, I said you got to follow the money. So digging into all of this money is going to help explain a lot more. But being the premier audio space is absolutely what they want to do. And there is a line in their statement that says, Today we announced that we have entered into definitive agreements to acquire two of the leading players in the emerging podcast marketplace. We want to acquire more and have line of sight on total spend of 400 to 500 million on multiple acquisitions in 2019. Um, so is that counting these two deals or not? No, that is not. We they're, want to acquire more. So they're going to spend 400 of, to 500 more dollar million dollars. Yes, line of sight. I had to look this up because uh, I'm not a businessman. I, I don't deal in contract uh, uh, writings and whatnot. But line of sight on total spend means it is already planned for. Uh, it has already been approved that there is going to be 400 to 500 million more dollars spent on more acquisitions. Our world... Joel is about to get a whole lot smaller. Uh, Mark Asquith recently just wrote a blog post about how small the podcasting world is. With the acquisition of Anchor, it obviously makes things a little bit smaller. But with 400 to 500 million, Libsyn is a publicly traded company as well. You can dig into their financials. Again, a smarter person than I would have to really determine this. Their stock right now is trading at $1.66 today. Uh, from what I can tell, 
and I'm sure I'm going to get reamed <laughs> from from people <laughs> for for mentioning this, but it appears that their income for 2018 comes out to just over 24.6 million for 2018. Um, if you have 400 to 500 million in sight planned to acquire more hosting companies, my guess is that's going to be enough to obtain the number one podcast host in the space. Now, take take out the fact. Let's just assume that that statement is true. Okay, I don't I don't necessarily believe Libsyn would be for sale at that particular price point. Let's jump down to number two. I already wink winked at Todd Cochran on Facebook. Is 250 enough or do you want the full 500? To which he liked the comment. Todd Cochran is a privately owned company. He is the man behind Raw Voice Blueberry. He obviously has other people that he's got to talk about, but and again, I'm probably going to get yelled at and I don't necessarily want to speak out of turn. But Todd has got other plans. He's his family is growing. He's moving uh, to the mainland. There might be, you know, if somebody threw enough money at Todd Cochran. Now that said, Todd is also very much fervent about protecting the independent podcaster, and so I don't believe a sale like this would be in Todd Cochran's best interest. Who's number three? Well, that would happen to be a company known as VoxNest, who is the parent company to Blog Talk Radio and Spreaker. They're number three. <clears throat> I don't know how much I can say, but I will just say they're very much bottom line focused. And if a deal like that were to come down the pike, I would not be surprised at all if VoxNest were to be acquired by Spotify. Now, all of that is me speaking completely off the cuff. Um, and as I an independent, want, as an independent uh, contractor consultant, I'm, you you are I'm no not, affiliation with any of the above I, mentioned companies. I, I am not saying anything. I don't believe I'm saying anything completely out of turn. And if I am, I apologize. But that's the information that 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 is here. Our world is going to get much much smaller. And by the way, that's number three. That's not even mentioning. Podbean, which is a very popular uh, hosting site, or That's Buzzsprout, not Buzzsprout, Audio Boom, still out there. Any of those, the Acast of, of the world. You have to imagine all of those companies are now targets for a company like Spotify, and you have to imagine that companies that offer more along the lines of uh, not just necessarily the the amount of podcasters that they already have on their platforms, but also what are some of those other features that Spotify doesn't necessarily have? So uh, you mentioned anchors, you know, number one in class monetization system. Well, I actually know of a place that's got a better uh, monetization system in place. And I have a feeling that that, that is an area that Spotify would be looking to target. So those it's interesting that you and I have such um, intimate knowledge of both aspects of particularly the, the tools that VoxNest would bring to such an acquisition uh, that would be interesting for them. I mentioned the first thing off my head this, this morning was the fact that Spreaker's got such a great 
mobile tools for creation. They have an app that is very similar to what's being touted by Anchor as this great app where you can connect and you can uh, record your co-host and you can add in sound effects and you can do some small edits to the show even and then you can upload right there from the app to Anchor. Well, you can do all of that with Spreaker as well. Now, I don't create my shows in the Spreaker app, but I do use the app to upload and to handle my metadata and all that sort of stuff because it is super, super easy since I'm iOS first. I work on the iPad Pro. So again, if Anchor is looking to provide really top quality tools from end to end to be able to go to podcasters or would-be podcasters and say, you can create your show for Spotify. It'll be a Spotify original show, and because of that, you can monetize with us automatically, you can use our tools to create it, you can use our service to host it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're an end to end. We're effectively what Anchor wanted to grow into, um, but we've already got you know, 100 million people who use us on a regular basis that'll listen to your show too, uh, potentially at least. I mean, that is a super, super compelling offering. And again, I feel like of all of those media hosts that you just mentioned, uh, VoxNest and Spreaker is the one that brings those sorts of tools to the table. Libsyn doesn't have anything like that. Blueberry doesn't have anything like that. I think about like Blueberry's great strength being their connections and ties with WordPress and how well they integrate into the WordPress backend. And to me, that seems like antithetical to anything that uh, Spotify would want to do. Spotify is all about capturing that interaction, not just the content. They want you to be interacting through a Spotify portal as well, right? Same thing with Libsyn. Libsyn is more about the wild, wild west. What I really see this doing for both Todd and for the the investors behind Libsyn I see this just ballooning your valuation, right? Oh, yeah. Like it gives you a tremendous amount of firepower to go into the board and say, what we need to be doing is spending. We need to be going and buying up a couple of these small media hosts with great tech tools so that we can compete. I mean, honestly, if I'm Libsyn, I'm talking to VoxNest today to see if maybe I can make that happen, for instance. Well, it's funny that you mentioned <laughs> that because remember – we had a conversation about my fear was about all these little fiefdoms that have popped up here. You know, each company had like its own set of tools and now everybody's getting the same exact tools. And especially around the monetization aspect, that seems to be the biggest one when it comes to when we're talking business, we're talking about dollars, we're talking about monetizing. So it's not that I want to. So take out the content aspect of it. Take out. Is it good or bad for for podcast growth, whatever. We're simply talking dollars and cents here. If everyone has got it, it takes away the value of what you have. And my concern was that, listen, the other 800 pound gorilla is Google just sitting in the wings waiting to do what they already have done in the digital space. Now, if they, if they come in and they've got all the podcasters on their platform and they offer monetization capabilities, it's over for all the little fiefdoms because they become the biggest fiefdom. Well, guess what just happened today, ladies and gentlemen? There's a new 800-pound gorilla, and its name is Spotify. And that you're exactly right. This has been my concern all along is there's been so much fragmentation on the business end of podcasting. They all now need to come together either via a trade association, which was something else that we I think we discussed yesterday yes. during the podcast, or it might have been off air. I don't know. So many conversations blend together these days. Or, like you said, they need to merge, and they need to merge 
quickly because this is exactly what has happened. Competition is now the competition is now fierce. The littler the littler hosting companies, their valuation just went up too. So good on you. You guys are probably going to fall into some sort of payday. But like I, was, I said, I was, I was thinking about our buddy Mark. Mark, I mean, they just <laughs> launched Rebel Base Media's. Uh, what is their their service is called Captivate? Right? It's not even live yet. But the fact that they've got the tech for this and they're working on it, I, I thought about him. I was like, boy, that that tech literally like their their bank account just cranked up this morning. It's crazy. Listen, it's it's. The world has just gotten smaller. And and unfortunately for a guy like me who's been trying to get a job in the world, <laughs> it's go, it's become a lot more difficult with a, with a lot less places to go and become that 14-year veteran of podcasting who can speak the business side of things. Um it's 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 absolutely fascinating. Just a couple more things out of the Spotify uh numbers. Uh, their operating expenses in quarter four were 305 million euros, uh, which was down 17% year to year, resulting, though, in a profit of 94 million euros, which was their first ever quarterly operating profit, which I also think was rather interesting. Well, a lot uh, of people further- said it was never going to happen, right? But I mean, the fact of the matter is that we, a lot of people said the way music royalties are set up. Spotify was never going to be able to break even. They were always going to be burning that investment money. Well, they've done it. They finally did it, and they did it before they made this full switch to audio that they own, Jay. That's what this is about. It's accelerating that profit margin, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Furthermore, they, they mentioned in October they launched Spotify for Podcasters, a platform where podcast creators who host their podcasts elsewhere can make their shows available to Spotify users by providing us with their podcast feed. More than 10,000 podcasters are using this tool on a monthly basis to gain deeper insight into their audience. And today, there are more than 185,000 podcast titles available on Spotify, including 14 titles that are exclusive to Spotify that does not obviously include the new shows that they've acquired via Gimlet. And I believe Anchor has some uh, Anchor-exclusive shows as well. So... This 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 is a major 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 deal, and how does it affect you, the independent podcaster, uh, or even you, the big time radio broadcaster? It affects you quite a bit. Um, you're you're going to have less choices of places to go uh, as this year goes on. It you know, Pandora now has been put on notice, Apple has been put on notice, and Google has been put on notice. All of those companies now are in a competition and Spotify has taken the lead. It's a matter of how these companies will react or don't react that will determine how the rest of the year will move forward for podcasting. The the number one thing that I think of, Jay, for the independent producer is that if your show is not currently available in Spotify <laughs> – You need to figure out whatever you need to do, whether that's working through your media host or whether it's a direct submission. You need to make sure that it gets in there now. You'd never know how those terms are going to change. And look, I'm not saying that there's not a a road that Spotify could go down that I wouldn't take my shows out uh, of principle. I think there are there's a direction they could take this in where I could say, uh, I understand where they're moving and I disagree with it. And I'm going to try hard to vote with my own efforts to make that fail. Currently, I don't see that. I think that this is a strong play for 
fiefdoms, which is going to be interesting. Original content, exclusive content in different places. Um, you know, everybody's talking about behind a paywall. I don't think necessarily all this is going to be behind a paywall. I think a lot of shows are going to be, if you've got a free account with Spotify, you can access them, but you can only access them in the Spotify app or apps. Maybe, maybe they make a podcast exclusive app down the road too. That's another thing, but well, I think Apple is going to do that same thing too. I think very soon we're going to see Apple having Apple podcast exclusives and what that program is going to look like will be interesting. But again, for the independent podcaster, get your show in there now and then you'll weather the storm one way or the other. Well, Todd is already on board with this because apparently Anchor is now requiring their podcasts to have up to three mid rolls uh, in their show. Uh, and he's and he's posted, you know, how many ads are too many ads in a podcast? Two pre-roll, three mid-roll, two post. And he goes on and on and on. I have limited data uh, from my time at Blog Talk Radio. But in those four years, I can tell you, the ads have little to no effect on your listener numbers. Even after the rebases came through with the different IAB standards, shows that were using the ad insertion program that I brought into Blog Talk Radio only showed positive growth. They did not have any negative growth to their podcasts. So when you take that into account, do not be scared off about ads in your podcast. Now, nobody wants to recreate what's happening in terrestrial radio two pre-rolls three mid-rolls two post-rolls if they're all bunched together is absolutely not something that you want to do there are best practices to using an ad insertion tech to better present your content in your podcast and to monetize it at the same time and you can do it with multiple ads you could do it with up to six to eight ads an hour if you spread them out properly and you use the tech properly. But if you bunch them all together and you're creating long uh, commercial breaks in your show, just like they're doing in commercial radio, well, there's a reason why people are leaving terrestrial radio to listen to podcasts and understand that depending on the genre you're in, you can play more ads than in others. So sports podcasters, with which I obviously am <laughs> very tight with, Sports podcasters can play way more ads in their podcasts because they get inundated with way more ads in sports content on radio and television than they'll ever get in a podcast. There's just no way that you can recreate that same effort. And to that point, I have seen very successful podcasts, what I would consider a successful podcast with hundreds of thousands of listens per episode using just ad insertion technology, no live reads whatsoever, perform quite <laughs> quite well from a financial standpoint on a month-to-month -month basis and, again, shown positive audience growth, not negative audience growth. It's, it's, about, it's about the genre. It's about what your show uh, is capable of and what your audience is um, comfortable with. You know, the same thing, like if you did a show like you know, a highly produced narrative show like This American Life or or Lore, you can't shove ads in every five minutes, and the ads really need to be highly produced and interesting and probably host read, just like uh, the show is. You know, um, so it's just about different strokes for different folks. Jay, 
it's a huge, huge deal. It's going to be uh, a little over a week before you and I get to talk, at least uh, on air again, about this. If you were going to bet, do you think there's another purchase before we go on again? Um, Is this literally like a gold rush? I, I say that th- this cools and sits and everybody like spends a few weeks at least talking to their investors or board or, you know, advisors or whatever before they make their next move. I am aware that there's something happening in March and that's all I know. That's all I was told. Something is happening in March and I don't know what that something is, what it could be. Um, I would guess based on this news, I can put one in one and make math. Right. Um, so before we are on air again, I don't think so. I think I agree. I think, uh, this news settles in. There's going to be a a lot of reaction, especially today, uh, from a number of different outlets. And again, I would note who's reacting, how they're reacting, and also note who is not reacting reacting uh pay it pay very very close attention to that as much as you can uh and um it's uh, dang (laughs) how did we start this shit how did we start the show that's i think that's exactly how we started it i think that's exactly how we started it jay what an exciting time to be in podcasting i honestly like uh i saw some people this morning like are you scared are you nervous about our industry etc etc no hell no this is a huge a gigantic investment in our industry will it change things does it does it put us on shifting sand yes absolutely but as you said yesterday we are still in the wild wild west in many ways this is the very beginning of our industry and now finally the biggest money by a four factor you know by a factor of four has come into the industry never you you said yesterday there's a bunch of 50 million dollar acquisitions basically before this here's 200 and change so now four times over and not just one but two huge acquisitions back to back again this is going to be a shuffling uh, a reorganization of the industry as a whole but that just means that you're in the right space if you're listening to this and you're focused on podcasting if podcasting is a part of your business or or a part of your marketing then you're in the right space so bully to you and bully to us and uh in case spotify is wondering we are all for sale just give us give us a ring (laughs) give us me and jay both we come cheap baby what did i say you said yesterday 10 million is (laughs) you said 10 million is island money right there you go always listening always listening 10 15 we, we need 25 on the two of us so we can cash out to josh too okay there you go uh all right thanks um listen we'll be back soon i appreciate everybody for listening to this if you uh have an opinion on it that you'd like us to uh mention on the show we'd love to hear from that too email us always listening pod at gmail.com or uh just comment on one of our social posts about this and uh we'll try to bring it up in the next episode uh until the next time i've been joel i'm jay and we are always listening Always Listening is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find all our reviews by searching Always Listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher Radio, 
Also, you can find us anytime at alwayslisteningpod.com or email us at alwayslisteningpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Enough by Bethany Rayburn. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.